It may seem scary Being so transparent This is your host Tuning in Willie G. Berry I'm being honest I am being transparent Yeah, it's apparent I'm trying to do it Just to do relate To this grace And to this place So you can understand The walking with me Through my journey So that you can comprehend Understand it Psalm 51.6 I'm about to drop this seat Not to make this thing shit What's up, y'all? This is Transparent Tuesday. This your host, Willie G. Berry. And man, we gonna just do it like we have been doing it since last week. We gonna jump right on in there. So, we gonna put all our cards on the table. There's no preconceived notions. There's no ulterior motives. This is just me, Willie. I'm just gonna put all my cards on the table and um, let y'all know what's been going on, man. So last week I talked about casting my cares on God, right? And man, man, now mentally, psychologically, emotionally, physically, feeling a lot better, y'all. I keep it a buck with you, man. I'm feeling a whole lot better. I want to thank y'all who reached out to me and and prayed for me and, you know, wanted to have a heart to heart with me off, um, off the podcast and everything really meant a lot. And man, you know, um, what's been going on? You know, on an exterior factor, right? You know, we know about the mandate. We know about the vaccine. We know about all these things that are happening around us and and, and the political schisms and and everybody's opinions. And and then on an internal basis, uh, my daddy's still being up and down, you know, health-wise. We've been having a lot more communication really learning to reel in y'all that life is short man and if we say we love somebody we make time with them we we want that we want to prefer what god wants for them god's best of course but also in this process of building and continuing to move forward in a relationship it's like man let me let me take time at least once a week and be intentional with the time that i do have to spend with him Cause yeah, man, look, yeah, I'm not getting any younger and yes, you know, I got my mindset. All right. I I got a girl. I'm cultivating a a genuine and beautiful relationship with her son. And yeah, I I got goals and all these things, realistic ones, you know, as far as us coming together. However, in my pursuit of cultivating this relationship with my, with my soon to be wife, who I'm going to marry and, and soon to be child which I'm cultivating relationship, it doesn't mean that I just go off into <laughs> Plum Nelly and it's just me, me, my girl, my child, and it's just us against the world. Like, nah, man, being realistic. Where's the balance, right? The balance. Okay, just started a, a new job. It was about three, four weeks ago. Going well, paying really well. It's been a blessing, man. So there, there are things working out. Car situation didn't end the way that I actually wanted it. However, once again, there, there, there's a, um, there's a vehicle that's available, you know, and there, there's still um, kinks that are being ironed out as far as the vehicle is concerned. So that's still looking up. 
But the common thread between relationship with dad, cultivating also in addition a great relationship with my mom. I've came a long way with the with um the relationship with my mom and my girl and and church is going well. Man, had an awesome service this Sunday with my Shirt Foundation family. Shout out to my family. Shout out to Apostle Anthony Wilson, Pastor Joe Hill, and and lifting up the hills, lifting up the Wilson. Shout out to shout out to my bro, man, my homie and my pastor. Pastor TC, Anthony Robinson, keeping the Robinsons and everybody attached to the Shore Foundation family. I love you all so dearly. Man, had an awesome service with them. So, yeah, things are going good. Now, again, now let me um, bring all that together to prove my point of what I'm really trying to say to y'all is external problems, right? What we're seeing happening in the world. Folks acting crazy and... Uh, in the airlines, I got close friends in in addition to this that I know that are dealing with some serious health problems, serious health issues, family personally, dad dealing with personal health issues, everybody out here and all these external factors, internal factors, good, bad, and different, different stressors. What I chose to do, not only cast my cares on God, but also remember the purpose of what God called me to do. You know, I went to a Wednesday morning coffee, shameless plug, every 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. on Wednesday at Sure Foundation, 1350 Chambers Road, whether you can make it there personally or you can make it on the Zoom call. There's, there's one thing that stood out to me, is that in the midst of our struggling and striving with sin, in the, in the midst of our hardship and trials and expectations and imaginations and all these things that are about us instead of allowing God to have control over whatever it is that we think we have control over, right? Is this one thing is just simply pursuing God for what his purpose is, is in it. And... I don't want to breeze past that so quickly because if we're being really honest with ourselves, there are times where we think we have it figured out or, man, that's just elementary. Jesus died on the cross. Whoop-dee-doo. But that's a problem. It's a problem if we are always thinking that Jesus dying on the cross is elementary and thinking, well, pursuing his purpose, that's elementary. Yeah, it's something you should know, but what are the applicable steps that we're taking day to day? Jesus dying on the cross isn't something that is just elementary. It's something that we take that's foundational and we build off of that. So what I mean is, is start your morning off. Let's worship. Let's pray. And then getting up. Because what's supposed to happen in prayer is supposed to be an exchange. And man, what was it about two, three weeks ago? I'll keep it a buck with y'all. I wasn't having that exchange. What I was actually doing was just going through the motions. And here's the thing, y'all. That's not good. I'm not being critical on myself. I'm being introspective and very honest. If you're going about your days just going through the motions of what needs to be taken care of and making it like it's just some kind of checklist of performance, that becomes a problem. 
Because in prayer, when you're communing with God, there comes a place when you're spending time with him, like I talked about my previous podcast. See, now God is using these podcasts that I've spoken out on, and he's bringing it back to my remembrance to remind me of why it's so important, not only to cast my cares on him, but also why it's so important not to be consumed and entangled with the affairs of this life. It's okay to be aware of them. It's okay to to understand them. It's okay to to, to see the, the problems. But it becomes a problem when you want to be the solution to the problems, taking it in your own hands and you being in, in the midst of the situation instead of trusting God that he knows what you have need of before you ask and trusting him during the transition. Two different things. But it starts off with you. So back to what I'm saying about prayer is I'm supposed to take my heaviness, my burdens, my fears, my anxiety, my anger, bitterness, unforgiveness, even my sin. I'm talking about everything. What is on my heart? What is on my mind? My wishes, my desires. And then since I submitted my life to Jesus Christ as Lord, I go to my Lord and I say, God, this is all that I got going on. This is all that I'm carrying. Let me take it off. And then, like I said in the beginning, I'm going to put all my cards on the table. And guess what God, through his son, Jesus Christ, Lord, does? He takes all those cards. He makes sense of it. He throws away the ones that are not important. He reshuffles the cards and he puts the specific amount of cards that he wants me to look at and then I flip those cards and guess what I'm supposed to accept the hand that God dealt me see how different that is see you see how different that is y'all like come on man let's be honest I don't think some of us would like that you telling me I can't do this this that and the third now I'm not saying anything but what I am saying is is that there are a lot of things that are based on our expectations that has nothing to do with God's will. (laughs) Let's be real. There are things that we're carrying, things that we care about or things that we're trying to do and work things out and just say, oh yeah, God called me to this. No, he didn't. Nah, man. Let's go back to the drawing board. This is what I want. And God, I'm mad because I'm not getting what I want. And let me let this go. Let me have this exchange. Because that's what I was starting to do a couple weeks back, y'all. What I was starting to do a couple weeks back was being so consumed with the affairs of this life that I was just going through the motions. Things weren't terrible. But the problem was is that I was carrying hurt from whatever relationships, um, words that were spoken that hurt. I was carrying the weight of the world on my shoulders and feeling like, what the heck is going on? God, why do I feel like we're distant? Why do I feel like this is just normal? (laughs) Like, it's not like you're completely numb, but it's like you are so indifferent that you're just in a, I don't want to say a vegetative state. But you're just, man, 
man, you, you're like a sheep that's just going towards the slaughter. You know, I hate to be so extreme, but you're just walking in line. You're just going in line. And it's like almost like you don't care about anything else. You're just, oh, well, I'm here. You know what I mean? And that shouldn't be. Then you get to that place where you're just like, I don't care. Oh, well, whatever. Getting in line and get this day over with. Oh, yeah, church stuff. Yeah, cool. Let me just get in line. Oh, yeah, spend time with my girl. I, I love you, but um, just don't want to do anything. Don't have nothing to say. I'm not my, my joyful, silly, goofy self. Just here I am. Hi. You see what I'm saying? Nah, that ain't Willie. <laughs> that ain't me. There, There's some cares I need to cast. And at that moment, congratulations. You just got consumed with this world. <laughs> you got consumed with the affairs. You got consumed about what you need to do. And then, and then it becomes completely about what's in front of you. Oh, I need to go get this money. I'm making a point here. There's nothing wrong with getting money. There's nothing wrong with spending time with your, your family members, your friends, your loved ones. There's nothing, and also, let me also mention, there's nothing wrong with fellowshipping with the body of believers that you're gathering with. It becomes a matter of motivation and inspiration. Those two things. What's my motive behind why I'm there? If my motive, and I'm, I'm consumed with whatever's going on with me, my motive is to just have a checklist. And it's like, all right, I did my part. I'm out. You treat it like it's a job. A lot of us, unfortunately, don't have a job that we love. We have a job for the motivation of paying your bills. And, you know, to each his own. I'm not here to condemn. But what I'm saying is, is that we treat our day-to-day -day walk with God like it's just a mere checklist of, okay, I did my job. All right. I give my kudos, God. Um, thank you. Thank you for your time. As opposed to you being inspired. As opposed to there being the motive of, no, God, I just want to please you. Man, even the relationship I have with my girl, it's not about me. It's not about her. It's about, it's not, it's not even about just the, the child. It's about us three, us two in particular, coming together like, like a pyramid, right? We're on, she's on left, I'm on right. But we're both facing up towards the right direction, upward towards God. He's he's the component. And out of that trickles down to, to the beautiful relationship with with the child, to all three of us being on one accord. That trickles down to to to, to cultivating. And, and if I have a word of knowledge, a word of wisdom, a, a word of prophecy, gifts of healing, however God wants to manifest Holy Spirit, that 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 reflects to my dad, that goes to my mom, that that goes to my friends, that goes to those around me, that goes to that random person over at the gas station that I'm talking to and praying with, that goes to uh, um, a family member that reaches out if they have issues. You see where I'm going with this? Is out of cultivating and casting my cares on God, cultivating my relationship with God and casting my cares on God. And then I'm able to not be consumed with what's going on. The, the, the vaccine and mandate and then this and then that and then the government this and then and then and then the family and then I'm hurt and then uh, all this stuff.
taking a step back, realizing, like it says in 2 Timothy chapter 2, I believe it's like verse 4 or 5, he says, wait a minute, son, you're my soldier. I enlisted you into the battle. You're, you're, you're being entangled so much with the affairs of this life that you're losing sight of what you're called to do. You're just in a pursuit of knocking off the checklist, and here I am. As opposed to, no, God, it is you that works in me, both your will and to do your good pleasure. I'm serving at your pleasure, and it gives me pleasure to want to go after and pursue what it is your purpose is. And man, there is an enthusiasm. There is a fire. There is there is God's grace that is with you to assist you, to aid you, to extend his favor to you. Man, that's a promise of God. Is that his grace is sufficient. What I mean by the promises of God, and let me elaborate on that so that way I'm extremely clear. Psalm 1.1. Blessing the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and does he does meditate on this day and night, and he shall be a tree planted by rivers of living water. See what I'm saying here? When he doesn't take delight in any kind of counsel of the ungodly, standing in the way of sinners, not sitting in the seat of the scornful, but... His delight is in the law of the Lord. That man's blessed. God honors that. And he says, yep, I congratulate that because this individual is kneeling in prost he's prostrate or she's prostrate and congratulating me so I extend favor to them. Barak in the Hebrew. And then fast forward in the New Testament. Blesses the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. That's what it really means to be blessed, y'all. Blessed isn't about what you have. It's understanding the one who has you. <laughs> blessed is not about what you have. It's about understanding the one who has you. That's why Paul can say, I'm not here and acting as if that I've I've arrived or I've apprehended. But... I want to apprehend the one that has already apprehended me. I'm talking about God. I'm talking about Jesus, man. Pressing towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God that's in Christ Jesus. I'm talking about life, joy, satisfaction. To be happy. Something that is envied. I want people when they see me, not to see me. I want them to see God in me to the point where they say, I want what that person has. I want what he has. And you know what? I want my words to be seasoned with grace. I want to be a servant of the Lord that will not strive, but will be able to teach, that will be patient, that will be humble, that can grant somebody who is in bondage repentance so that way they can come to a saving knowledge that they're blessed to and who of Jesus Christ is. Do you see what I'm saying? 
That's what I'm talking about. That's the true promise of God. Life, joy, satisfaction. That despite of any circumstance that you're going through, despite of any trial that you're going through, despite of any shortcoming that you may have gotten into, that it's bigger than you and that God will sustain you. He will He will, He will. will draw you out of this if you call on him. If you confess your faults one to another. If you, if you confess to him who is faithful and just and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. These are the real promises of God. And then getting to a place of shaking that crap off, getting back on track, and then moving forward to help out another brother or sister. It's bigger than you. The body, the church of Jesus Christ, is just an extension of who God really is. We are literally moving and operating with the same grace, the same forgiveness, the same love, joy, peace, the same fruit may have you. Is just exactly what we have received. We love and prefer what God wants over everybody's lives because that's what he prefers over us. We love because he first loved us and because he is love. So guess what? He gets to determine what love actually is. That's what it means to be blessed. That's what it means to be blessed. God doesn't save you to just give you what you want. You don't just abstain from sex and immorality as a single person because God's promising you that husband. So as long as you hold out, sister, as long as you hold out, brother, for that sister, then he going to bless you. You're not being a wise steward over your finances because God's promising you you're going to have millions and the wealth of the wicked is stored up for the just. Hallelujah. No, no, that's not it, man. Godliness isn't a mean to gain what you want. Godliness, which is your heart response to God with contentment in him, that's where the gain is. The promise is reconciliation with God through Jesus Christ. And the life, joy, satisfaction in your relationship with him. Yeah. Why do you think Jesus would say something along the lines of this peace that I have? I give you not as the world gives. I give to you. Why would he say something like in this world, you're going to have tribulation but be of good share. I have overcome the world. Why would Jesus say that and promise you something that your heart desires once that has nothing to do with him, but all about you? Godliness isn't a means to gain. Godliness with contentment is great gain. The contentment is in the one who has imparted in you this gift called faith. It doesn't need to be a bigger faith or increase your faith. Forget that stuff. Faith is the substance. The thing that you need is faith. That's what it is. So I'm telling you from firsthand, who is walking this thing out day to day. Yes, cast your cares on God. Yes, don't be entangled, man of God, woman of God. And I'm going to take it a step further. If you're listening to this and you are in this brink of either depression, of hopelessness, of anxiety, 
wrestling with the things that I was even talking about. I want to encourage you today. I want you to cast your cares on God. This right here is a choice, but it's also a summon. Listen, Jesus is Lord, whether you want to accept him or him or reject him. He's the judge. God's the judge. And when you get something in the mail about a summon, yeah, you can choose not to come. You could choose not to come to court, but there's going to be consequences to that action if you don't come. However, if you're summoned to the court and you arrive before the judge who is slow to anger, who is slow to wrath, and he sees you arrive in that courtroom, he will dismiss your charges he will expunge your record you will not only have that happen but you will have uh, you'll be part of a kingdom that is an everlasting kingdom you will be robed with righteousness you will have your own room of security and safety and shelter and you will have an eternal security in this life and in the life to come what am i saying here you confess Jesus Christ as Lord over your life today, you're not guaranteed tomorrow because today is the day of salvation. God sent Jesus to die on the cross, not only for sins, but he took it a step further when he rose from the dead, which empowers us to live this new life by faith in Jesus Christ alone. So if you hear this today and you're convinced I believe that Jesus is Lord, and I believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross, and that he rose today. Simply pray this prayer. <sighs> Lord Jesus, I confess out of my mouth, and I believe in my heart that God has raised Jesus from the dead. I thank you, God, for saving me from the penalty and the power of sin and death from this crooked and perverse generation and from the lust of the flesh the lust of the eye and the pride of life in Jesus name amen I would really love to hear from you if you simply prayed that prayer reach out to me personally man my phone number is 720-609-6258 this is a time to celebrate because what the enemy was trying to do was to keep you bound into this pursuit of this world, of what you wanted. But like I stated before, through my own personal walk, right here, right now, I had to cast my cares on God, trusting that he cared for me, and recalibrate myself to, to get back in alignment with what the real purpose is. And this purpose is for you to be reconciled with God. And to be positioned and yielded, governed and guided by Holy Spirit to lead others to heaven. It's been real, y'all. This is Transparent Tuesday. It's your boy, Willie G. Berry. I love you all. And remember, you go forth, you make it a great day.